what's up? Hey, this is Sounds Like Sam. Appreciate you listening in. This week, we're going to go into the starts and sits for week four. So I hope you're prepared to listen and have your minds blown, as usual, like I usually do, blow your mind. So uh, that's going to be fun. But hey, week four, baby. Let's go. Let's keep it going Uh, on on a good pace. Uh, This week, I'm going to go a little bit more uh, positional with my starts and sits. I'm going to name one for the majority of uh, each of the the main categories. So uh, quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end. We're going to do one start, one sit for each each position this week. Uh, Just thought it would be more, you know, basic... uh, get down to you know one player you know I'm pretty confident about this week so for for each category of start and sit so this should this should be a good episode hope you enjoy it uh like usual this this episode is brought to you by uh bullseyefantasyfootball.com so if you haven't already go check them out or it's my website so not really (laughs) it's more more or less brought to you by myself so go check it out. I'd really appreciate it. I just posted a new article on there of three running backs I would trade for right now. Uh, I'll actually give you those names. It would be Derrick Henry, James Robinson, and Jonathan Taylor. Those are the three running backs I would trade for uh, unanimously in any type of league, no matter if it's standard, PPR, half PPR, whatever. I would go out and trade for them right now. And I think they'd be good for you. So if you need a running back, those are three guys I really like. If you want a uh, special notable guy, I can give you that too. You can just message me. Uh, If you want to tip me like a dollar, that'd be nice. Uh, Anyway, um, yeah, so we're going to start off with the stars and sits for the week. And uh, yeah, hope you enjoy it. So this week at starts... For the quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and tight end position. For the quarterback, we have Jalen Hurts versus the Chiefs. Uh, Running back-wise, we're going Corderell Patterson versus the Washington football team. Wide receiver-wise, we're going Cole Beasley versus the Texans. And at tight end, we're going Dawson Knox versus the Texans. Alright, starting with this list, uh, Jalen Hurts versus the Chiefs. You know, I think this is a really good matchup. I'm actually starting him over a highly valuable quarterback uh, or who was very widely drafted as, you know, like potential top five pick. Uh, starting him over, starting Jalen over this guy. And uh, I really like this matchup. You know, Chiefs 25th ranked versus uh, opposing quarterbacks. And I think Jalen's going to get uh, a lot done. Hopefully get Devonta Smith more involved because I, I, I still really liked him. I really like their connection. They got going with with each other and I just think it's gonna he's gonna go off against them. Uh Chiefs have obviously been not the, the best uh defense versus opposing quarterbacks, you know, versus uh I, I forget who they played last week, but you know, versus another running quarterback like Jalen Hurts in Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson probably being the better running quarterback, but he gave up a ton of points to Lamar in week two when uh, the Baltimore Ravens beat the Chiefs, and I don't 
maybe expect the, the Eagles to beat the Chiefs, but I do expect Jalen to go off, and I think he'll have a good game this this game. You know, last game threw over 300 yards, had two touchdowns versus the Dallas Cowboys, which the Dallas Cowboys have been a very improved defense. And in all honesty, I think they might be a you know top 12 defense uh, with everything they got going for them. So I, I really like this play this week. If you have Jalen on your bench, um, I'd start him. I, I think he, he's going to go off this week. He's averaging, at least in ESPN leagues, 27.5 points a game. He is currently the top uh, uh, number eight quarterback in fantasy football uh, for standard leagues. And I think he's going to continue that trend and uh, do really well for you. So, definitely recommend starting him. Uh, next guy we got is running back Cordell Patterson for the Atlanta Falcons. They're going against the Washington football team. Uh, Washington football team obviously is not doing as hot as a lot of people thought they would be. Uh, which is very disappointing. I had them in fantasy, so I kind of actually dropped them. Um... Because right now they're ranked like number 31. They might have a bounce back game. But you know. They're, the Panthers are on the waiver wire. So I went out and uh, picked them up. So happy about that. But going back to Cordell Patterson. I, I really like this play this week. Because they've been getting him a, very involved. In the passing game. Which I really like. And I, I think that's going to be his strength. And really the... Uh, the upside that he brings for the Atlanta Falcons offense in general. So, I think with his pass catching ability, it's it's really been helping Matt Ryan and the Atlanta Falcons offense really uh, take shape. Because I, I knew uh, just watching them uh, week two versus Tampa Bay, they were obviously better than they were in week one, but they, they had a lot of points where it was just like, you know, could they be better? Uh, obviously, they, they have improved. And I think Cordell Patterson has really uh, done a good job of involving himself well in their offense. So, uh, last two weeks, he's had uh, seven targets each. Has been able to turn them into uh, over 50-yard gains for each week. Uh, he's, he only has one touchdown, but... I do feel like against Washington and how kind of weak they've been at defense, even though they have a ton of talent, I just feel like he should be a decent flex play at the least. And uh, if you really need uh, a, a decent guy, especially in a PPR league, uh, th this is going to be a good flex play for you just because of their receptions he's been getting the last two weeks and how... Matt Ryan has been favoring him uh, in that aspect, so I, I think as a receiving weapon, he's going to get used a lot uh, versus Washington, and uh, I, I think this will be a good play for you. So, I like that a lot. Wide receiver uh, Cole Beasley versus the Texans is uh, the wide receiver I really like this week. If you haven't already checked on Cole Beasley's stats, He's actually been averaging 10 targets a game, which is ridiculous because, I mean, you wouldn't think that he would be, but, you know, there he is. He's, 
he's doing it. He's being called Beasley. Um, in the standard league, he's only averaging 6.5 points a game. But that way he's... Oh, yeah, wait, yeah, he is averaging for uh, 10. For some reason, I, I thought he... In two of his games, he had 14 targets. But apparently he has 13 targets in two of his games. Four targets in another. Uh, but that's a ton of targets. That means the Bills are going heavy on Cole Beasley. Uh, he hasn't broken 100 yards yet. But I do feel like he would be a really great flex play. Especially in a PPR league. Because if they're targeting him that much. I mean. You basically have to start him. And he, he's catching a majority of them. Uh, first week versus Pittsburgh. Caught eight out of thirteen targets. Uh, third week, he caught eleven of thirteen targets. It's like, what? <laughs> That's crazy. So he hasn't had a touchdown yet. Touchdowns coming. I honestly would probably expect one to come this game. Uh, I, I think, especially in a PPR league, as a flex play with the targets share he's getting, you, you gotta you gotta at least try and put him in because th th that's a lot of points right there uh, th that's a lot of points you'd be leaving on your bench um Houston obviously not the best team in the league so uh I expect another high volume game hopefully just because the Bills uh, I feel like they haven't really found the stride of offense that they wanted uh, especially from the year before uh but it, with the amount of targets that Cole is getting, I really think this is a good play for you this week. Next guy on my list is a, a, another Bills player, tight end Dawson Knox. And Dawson has actually been a real end zone threat for the Bills lately. Last two games, has two touchdowns, uh, targeted... Uh, five times last game versus the Washington football team, three times versus Miami in week two, four times versus the Steelers in week one. Uh, decent numbers. If he's going to be a touchdown-depending guy, that is fine by me. That is honestly what you want to hear from your tight end because unless you're having a guy like Darren Waller or Travis Kelsey, even TJ Hawkinson now that you know are going to get a ton of targets, a ton of features in the end zone then he, he, if you're looking for a tight end the o the only thing you can really do is just hope that they get a touchdown so a touchdown dependent guy like Dawson Knox has been two out of three games he's got a touchdown uh, I, I like him moving forward right now uh, at least in ESPN leagues he is currently the sixth overall tight end uh, which is pretty good. So, if he's on your waiver wire, which he should be, he's only owned, he's only owned in 16.7% of leagues. That's really good. If you need a tight end this week, especially with a guy like Gronkowski out, I highly recommend you go on the waiver wire, pick him up, and you give him a chance because uh, touchdown-dependent guys like Dawson Knox are going to get you points. Um, and I think that's going to happen again. Especially with the way the Bills offense has been playing. Uh, Josh Allen obviously likes him in the end zone. This is a high passing offense. Been getting 
at least uh, three targets, three or four targets a game. Uh, so that's that's pretty good. Like his chances this week, especially versus the Texans. I say you start him, especially with a guy like Gronkowski out. I think he's a good pickup for you. So uh, those were my four starts for this week. Going on to my sits, uh, we're starting with quarterback Dak Prescott versus the Carolina Panthers. Then we're going to running back Kerry, uh, oops, Ken- Kenyon Drake versus the Chargers. Then Juju Smith-Schuster versus the Green Bay Packers. Then tight end Dallas Schultz versus Carolina Panthers. So, uh, starting off with Dak, I mean, honestly, in my opinion... Dak has been very disappointing, uh, mostly because I picked him up in one of my leagues, and I was thinking that, you know, maybe he'd get, that they kind of stay on this trend of, oh, we're just going to throw the ball a ton, like, leave the running back out, whatever, we'll be down a bunch of games, but at the moment, they've actually been up a lot of games, so they haven't really had to throw the ball, so game script has been kind of an issue in Dak Prescott's fantasy value. Uh, But I think if they are ever in, like, behind situations, then he'd be a good play. But for this week, uh, this was my quarterback that I had uh, that I'm starting Jalen Hurts over because I just think Carolina has really upgraded their defense, uh, been very, very good against... Uh, the opposing defenses. They've actually been uh, number one or number two defense in the league for fantasy-wise. So I I think they're going to continue that stride moving forward. I know this is a really tough offense to go against, but I think overall, uh, if you have a guy like Jalen Hurts on your bench and you usually start Dak, I would would give Jalen a chance uh, because he's been really doing uh, a good job Lately, and Dak the last two weeks kind of slacked off, and I, I just think this Carolina defense is too improved, and uh, I, I just kind of want to see more from Dak than I have been. So I'm sitting Dak versus the Carolina Panthers. Next guy on my list, running back Kenyon Drake versus the Chargers. Um, the main reason I think you're going to sit him, uh, I mean, honestly. Drake should really be at the best like a flex play for you so I think there's going to be better flex plays this week but the real reason I think you have to sit Drake would be because um, Josh Jacobs the number one running back for the Raiders is coming back but not only that but you know in regular standard leagues Kenyon Drake has not really been that great. I mean, he, he's obviously a receiving threat. Uh, he's getting five to six targets a game, which is really good for PPR. But for a standard league where you know he's maybe only getting 40, 50 yards a game, hasn't even got a touchdown yet with the Raiders, not a good sign. Uh, I think when Josh Jacobs get, gets back, he's going to take over uh, the main role, and you're, you're, you're going to want to just keep him on your bench and the other thing too that kind of is not good is that you know 
Peyton Barber has been more of the Josh Jacobs back than uh, and really the backup to him more than Kenyon Drake has been. So that's really disappointing in a standard league. Uh, even in a standard league, I'd probably sit Kenyon Drake uh, just because I think you could do better than him at your flex. But really just because Josh Jacobs coming back, uh, I, I don't really see him being that much more useful than he has been. And uh, he's kind of proved that with his stats, you know, uh, especially at running the ball. Uh, first week, he had six attempts for 11 yards. Uh, week two, seven attempts for nine yards. Uh, versus Miami in week three, eight attempts for 24 yards. So not great numbers rushing. Receiving yards, obviously a lot better. But either way, I still think you, you have to sit him for somebody better. And if you have any questions or comments about uh, and really want to know who you should start in for Kenyon Drake if you really are low at, at like a flex position or running back two, then let me know. Hit me up with your your lineup and I'll see who I think I, I really like on your team and who I think you should start over him. But I'm sitting Kenyon Drake this week. Next guy on my list is Juju Smith-Schuster versus Green Bay. Uh, normally, I'd say, in, at least in the past, like, oh, Juju's good, like, he's, I would start him, maybe, <laughs> but nowadays, like, I, I know he was a bust for me last year, but this year's just been super disappointing, I mean, uh, he hasn't, he just really hasn't done a, a, that great of a job, uh, I don't even know how to put it into words. I'm still convinced that social media has kind of messed with his brain and that that's why he's doing like so poorly. But I know that the Steelers offense in general has been struggling. But not only that, this this matchup versus the uh, Green Bay secondary. Uh, Green, Green Bay is a really good secondary and uh, I, I just don't really like the matchup. Uh, plus he, he's kind of questionable to play. If you have other guys, I definitely would start them over Juju. Uh, really disappointing first season or er, uh, year that, so far for him, and I'm hoping he gets a lot better because he's supposed to be their number one guy. But honestly, Deontay has been their their go-to receiver, and uh, moving forward, I would just see Deontay as that guy. And move Juju to really the wide receiver three. Really hoping he would have a more impactful role with the Steelers. Obviously not. This is going to be a tough defense. And uh, really that's why I think you have to sit him this week. Uh, last guy on my sit list would be Dallas Schultz versus the Carolina Panthers. Again, kind of like why I'm sitting uh, Dak this week. Dalton Schultz, he really only had that one breakout game last week. When he played, um, pulling it up right now, the Philadelphia Eagles, where he had six receptions out of seven targets for 80 yards and two touchdowns. This was really the only game he went off on. Uh, I, I know that's a lot of targets. He obviously caught a lot of targets during the Tampa Bay game. Uh, Coffers six for six. Honestly, he's 
I mean, percentage-wise, he's been really good. But I just feel like they have so many weapons that I don't... Last week, not that it was a fluke, but I just don't see him doing like that well again. Maybe he'll do okay. Right now, he's, he's actually ranked the fifth tight end overall, but... Um, that's really because of how well he did in week three uh, with his 80 yards and uh, two touchdowns. So I really don't see that improving that much. I think Amari and, uh, you know, Zeke and uh, whatever, CD Lamb will do much better this week. And I, I think that you should all, you should just sit him. Uh, until you really see a better consistency out of him, besides the receptions uh, to to target ratio, because I'm not gonna lie, that's that's pretty good. He, he he's doing very well in uh, catching the ball, but it's just the the amount of yards he's catching uh, and the fact that he hasn't really been a touchdown guy until last week. I just kind of want to see moving forward. If they're gonna keep him like this, or if they're going to, uh, if this was just like a one-week thing, so that's kind of why I'm not starting him. Uh, that was the episode. Really appreciate you, you listening. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to message me on Bullseye, on my Twitter at Bullseye Fantasy. Uh, you can message message me too at Bullseye Fantasy on Instagram. Surprisingly, I've actually had more people hit me up recently. And I really am very grateful for that. I'm so sorry that I haven't been that great on Instagram. I like rarely go on it, but that's actually been where most people have been hitting me up. So uh, really appreciate uh, Ed and ZGVB. Um, I can actually tell you what they they asked. Uh, ZVGB757 asked uh, Boyd or OBJ. Unfortunately, I got this really late, and during like the first quarter, I had to say apologies. I just saw this. I probably would have said Boyd. Uh, who did you start? Ended up saying he started uh, Odell, which I think Odell could have a, a decent game, but Boyd just went off. So uh, I'm sorry that I got there late. Again, I normally don't check Instagram, which has surprisingly been the hot spot of all my besides my texts the, the only hot spot of the fantasy inquiries for me and then ed uh my, my friend ed montgomery asked had a few questions for me about starting uh with aj brown going down who would i start uh for him uh his options were antonio brown robbie anderson and uh brandon Ayuk and tim patrick to me those uh it came down to Antonio Brown and Tim Patrick just because Tim Patrick has been really the uh, wide receiver to and kind of a go-to guy for uh, Teddy besides Cortland since Jerry's been out but I I think with Antonio Brown coming back from the Bucks that uh, from the COVID list this week that uh, they'll get him more involved versus the Patriots and that he'll he'll get back to like his week one value which he had like I think five receptions for like 130 yards and a touchdown so I really like Antonio Brown this week I think he's the guy to start out of those guys 
and uh, really great questions from both of those people. If you have any questions, feel free to contact me either on Twitter or on Instagram or by text, whatever. Um, let me know and I'll answer your questions. Hopefully on time. If not, I apologize. I'm probably not on Instagram. So uh, thanks and peace. Thank you.